Well, hello there. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome to Strikes Our Fancy, the show where three gentlemen just have a little chat about whatever's piquing their interest in a given week, whatever uh, is striking their fancy. This week, it's mysteries of a scientific nature. I'm one of your hosts, Craig. Along with me this week, I have... I'm still Rob. And I'm Conundrum Caleb. Ooh. I'm, I, I'm questing Craig. What are you questing for? The truth. Whoa. <laughs> the truth, Caleb. I can't. I cannot abide an unsolved case. But I ne- can you handle the truth? Mm. Not if Where? it comes from. Not if it comes from Jack Nicholson. I don't think. <laughs> Where is the truth, Caleb? What? I think it's. Where be- is it? Isn't it below the stomach? I thought, it not it typically kind of tucked between the stomach and the liver? Well, I don't know where I heard this, but I believe it's out there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. That was, I loved it. That was great. What the hell are you talking about? The truth is in our stomachs? Yeah. <laughs> what? Don't you, don't you... Well, it's a joke about, like, listening to your gut. Right? Oh. Mm. oh but also just, that it's a physical thing in you. Like, yeah. don't you know that you can cut someone open and find the truth? <laughs> Yours is just as terrible. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a feeling we are going to solve decades old mysteries that scientists who've been studying this can't. Oh, undoubtedly. Mine's more than decades. Mine's from like 500 years ago. No. It's a, it's a long one. And we have the answer. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll find it. We'll find it together. That's what we're here for. <laughs> well, let's get right down to it. Okay. Uh, give us a little introduction on what you've seen. All right. So, have you guys ever, like, been listening to music and, like, no. just, you know, just never? <laughs> you ask me to start, Rob, and then you shut me down. <laughs> no, I don't want to. You go first. <laughs> I'm sorry. Know. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it, have you guys ever, when you're listening to music, like, you just can't help but move? Like, does that ever, does that feeling ever come across? To you, like you're just like you know what I'm really jiving on this music. There's I, certain songs, yeah, 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 it, just, yeah. It, it just gets your body moving. Yeah, yeah, booty bopping beats. Yeah, <laughs> but it, yeah. Have you uh, have you have you ever been listening to something or like been dancing like so fervently that like you feel like you can't stop? Mm, no, but hold on, are you bopping your booty rub? <laughs> Sometimes I've been known to. <laughs> I've been known to bop the booty. <laughs> But uh, so no, you you you've always had the you guys have found that you have the capacity to stop dancing once you start. You've never yeah, found, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think well, I know where this is going. I've heard this have, one before. Have you heard this before? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so about five hundred years ago, a little more than, in a town in at that time the Holy Roman Empire called Strasbourg, there was an instance that took place over the course of a few months. Uh, it kind of ramped up and ramped down, where. Residents of the city in in the summer could not stop moving. The title that was given or that it has been given throughout history is the Dancing Plague of 1518. But from the descriptions that have been kept um, from the records at the time, it really sounds like it was uncontrollable twitching of the muscles. So it wasn't dancing. It wasn't dancing. It wasn't like there wasn't. Well, Music became a part of it. We'll get there. But initially it wasn't about, it wasn't actually dancing. It was something was wrong with people. And they literally would go out into the street and twitch and flail and move and gyrate and like something was wrong with their body and they couldn't stop and they would like pass out in the streets out of exhaustion. 
the numbers vary depending on source, but like people died like this. They, this would happen to them for weeks at a time. Um, I've seen anywhere from like 15 to 500 people died from exhaustion over the course of about three months. And so that's the mystery is what the hell was going on with these people? Like, why were they moving? Why were they dancing? They don't know. There hasn't been a definitive answer yet. Nothing has been proven. There are some pretty strong theories, in my opinion. What's the prevailing theory? Well, before we dive into theories, I did want I want to elaborate a little bit more, if that's all right, on on kind of how this progressed in the town. Because mm-hmm. it did start with an individual. It started with one woman on a day in July. And she, as I described, she kind of lumbered into the street and just started moving. And her husband tried to, like, get her back into the house and get her to stop. And she was kind of like unresponsive. She was almost in like a catatonic state. She was moving. And then so first it was like a novelty. People were like, this this crazy lady, like what the hell is she doing? Uh, won't stop dancing in the street. But then uh, about a week later, I think it was three or four more people started doing it as well. And it got further and further and more and more people were doing it. And I, I have a question for you guys. If you were in charge of a town where people were uncontrollably... <laughs> Dancing in the street to the point of physical harm to themselves. What would you do about it? First of all, <clears throat> 1500s, right? Yep. So we got to watch out for the miasma. <laughs> um, so definitely. They're, they're, they're blowing it away with their motions. They're <laughs> oh, Yeah, they're blowing it toward everyone else. So <laughs> you get someone in their plague doctor mask and have them scoop up the dancers and Toss them outside of town. Okay. Uh, downwind from town. Okay. Fair. That's uh, uh, a scientific and logical answer. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Caleb, wait, what would you do if you were in charge of dozens, if not hundreds, of uncontrollably dancing citizens? I would uh, be the the Catholic father from Footloose, and just <laughs> band dancing. You kind of give off a John Lithgow vibe. <laughs> okay, I can see it. <laughs> But then what do you do when they don't stop dancing? Well, I'm a Catholic father. That's the exorcism at this point. Oh, it's, oh I thought you'd just be disappointed in that. <laughs> and be definitely disappointed. <laughs> well, at the time, the mayor did neither of these things. What the mayor and some of the... Typical city government. <laughs> right, yeah. What the city government decided to do, rather than address the situation, treat them, possibly address the disease... <laughs> one more lane of traffic <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah uh almost it was basically they're like man this is really bumming everybody out we should just like make it kind of a party and so they <laughs> hired they built a stage and they hired musicians so that like rather than like seeing these people just randomly twitching in the street if you walked by it looked like it was a festival <laughs> That is crazy. But who who are they trying to convince? <laughs> I don't know. Everyone in town already knows. Uh, well, and I think there was an element of containment as well. It's like, okay, well, if someone, if we find someone in the street doing this, we're just going to take them and guide them over to the stage. So, like, it's like, <laughs> at least they're all in one spot. <laughs> all right. But this uh, is the quarantine. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The quarantine party. Yeah. <laughs> But so, so they did that, but they did also consult with some doctors and the prevailing theory at the time was they had hot blood and <laughs> that they were moving their body to try and cool off. Yeah, did they get leached? 
they did get bloodletted. They did. There was, there was an element of bloodletting. Um, it obviously didn't help. And yeah, a lot of, uh, like I said, a fair number of people died of stroke, heart attacks, and just exhaustion. Within um, one day or like what no, was no, the No, no, this, this, so this ramped up, like I mentioned before. Like it started with this one woman. Within a week, it was about five people. In a month, it was hundreds of people. No, I meant like for the one, for one patient. Like was it like starting dancing and then within the day we're gone? Oh, no, 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 no. They would, they, you would have these symptoms for a few days. I I didn't find anything specifically, but I imagine there was an element of how physically well you were when mm-hmm. you caught whatever this dancing fever was. Because if you were weak or you had other conditions, I'm sure you were mm-hmm. more susceptible to die. Sure. Mm-hmm. So they, they they did bring in some doctors. They they attempted to try and address the situation from at least a semi medical standpoint, but it didn't really help. Um, and there's there's also a lot of records about just hysteria as well that like Mm -hmm. okay they tried to cord it off and make it look like a party but then more and more people kept getting it and so then people in the town started to freak out sure yeah Um, understandably yeah Yeah. and so what they did finally end up the the reasoning that they gave at the time and and what had some supposedly positive effects on addressing the, the the illness was they blamed it on a curse uh, from a from a Catholic saint, which I didn't know Catholic saints could curse people. Mm-hmm. But uh, Saint Vitus was a, a, a nearby Catholic saint that had like a essentially a shrine or like a mm-hmm. church dedicated to him. So they ended up shipping off these dancers to that that <laughs> location. It's your problem now, yeah. buddy. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the and then the priests there essentially bound them anointed them with oils and you know took care of them to a degree but basically just tried to get them to mellow out like that was all (laughs) they really did but it had some success and so it came to a head uh around august and then it the the whole situation died out within a month of august this isn't the only place this happened at but it is the most well documented case of Mm. it happening but i'm curious before i dive into what some of the logical reasonings for this are what are you guys' thoughts like why do you think people would uncontrollably twitch i have two potential answers one it kind of sounds like some kind of brain parasite or like something that gets into the nervous system and yeah. just causes body twitches I mean, not necessarily a parasite it could be like a virus or something that specifically affects motor control Sure. Um, yeah, no, that, that makes sense. Hey, when when I was reading the descriptions of the the twitching, it really made me think of the clickers from The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's where my mind went. But I, I think there are some documented in modern times parasites or viruses that if they infect a certain part of your body, they will make that part twitch. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't seem with, outside the realm of possibility that if you get into an area of the brain that controls arms and legs that you'd be flailing for a little while Mm. and until your body fights off whatever it is sure and then yeah you know it's the 1500s there's no water sanitation plant people are just drinking out of the well so if something is in there it's gonna affect a bunch of the town it's gonna get pretty much everybody Yeah. Yeah. yeah my second possibility is that they just made it up 
Oh, I yeah? just thought it was a fun story. Like, hey, remember that time last summer when everybody <laughs> was going crazy in the streets? Not not that the people were faking it. You you think it didn't happen at all yeah. and they just made up a story? <laughs> Could be. <laughs> That's an uh, interesting ploy to get your uh, get your town on the map. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they they wanted St. Vitilis or whatever his name was. They wanted his blessing, so <laughs> they made up the story that the priests would have to bless the town for. Mm. Okay. I am curious, how valid do you think that is? Like, obviously you're saying this, and it is, it is funny, but how valid do you think that is? I, not at all. Okay. <laughs> well, I I do sometimes wonder about the veracity, the right word, but the, or the, 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 the truth of a lot of history. How mm. much is, of it is actually what happened, and how much of it is either people embellishing what happened, or, yeah, straight up making shit up because they're bored. Yeah. Especially the records from that time, like you don't know how valid those records are. Yeah, you know they didn't really know what they were looking for or what they should write down. So I think you know all we have to go off of is the words of some mayor who threw a dance party to cover up <laughs> some illness. You know, who turned it into a festival? Exactly. <laughs> when you're talking about the validity of the story, I'm reminded of the Pied Piper. And the official history of the town of Hamlin starts with, it is 100 years since our children left. And, hmm. you know, it's being written after the fact. So could it be either an embellished story or, again, completely made up? Yeah. Something about your city. Yep. Yeah. Something, something yeah. to make you notable. Or was it even all the children, or is it just like five, and it's been embellished since <laughs> that point? You know, yeah. yeah. Was there actually there was there was a guy who kidnapped some kids, but it wasn't everybody. Yeah, yeah right. Come on, yeah. come on now. Yeah. <laughs> weren't dancing away. <laughs> it was more of a twitching. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Caleb, do you have any any thoughts on what you think might be causing? My first prevailing theory was parasitic, like Rob mm-hmm. said. I mean, that just seems to fit the bill. Yeah, you know, I mean. Again, most of my knowledge comes from The Last of Us, the twitching and stuff like that. Yeah, so you don't think demons? No, I thought I thought, <laughs> no. I thought maybe you'd go supernatural with it. Yeah, what about possession? the Fey folk? That would actually fit right in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm changing it. It's okay. fairies. It's so always fairies. Was it was it in, if it was fairies? Was is that a curse or is that like a tribute to the Fey? It's a curse. Yeah, they went. They went. Straddling all over mushrooms and and, and fairy rings, so mm. they were cursed. The, the town tore down a fairy ring to put a road in. <laughs> Is there like a compendium of like the worst insults you can give the fae? Uh, not that I've seen. Why? Okay. I just I'm just curious. Are you, like, are you going someone... to insult them now? Well, on no, this it's podcast? just <laughs> no. It's just more like. We keep talking about fairy circles, but I'm just like, what are all the different ways you can insult them? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like name calling. <laughs> oh, yeah. <I> <laughs> no, just the different ways the fae might be insulted okay. by your actions yeah. and what those actions yeah. are. That's the thing, man. They'll be insulted by whatever they want to be insulted <laughs> by. Yeah. It's not really about what you did. Yeah. You they could refuse to... the gift that they give you and they'll still be insulted. <laughs> All right, but so the prevailing theory in regards to what causes is essentially uh, the same thing that a lot of people believe causes Salem witch trials and, and a lot of that stuff. Uh, mm. Ergot, basically rotten grain, rotten flour, mm. got got uh, fungus in it, 
and it essentially has an LSD-like effect okay. on the body. That's the big one. There is also just a lot of speculation around, like, life was hard. Like, and there was a lot going on at that time period in terms of plague, famine, war. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need to dance. Yeah, well, or just <laughs> that... Maybe the first few people, it was a legitimate health issue, but more and more people just joined in because they're like, well, if I just do this, I don't have to deal with anything else. Mm, yeah. <laughs> They'll send me away to the Abbey and I can just yep. <laughs> sit in a room quietly eating rotten mush. <laughs> while, while I get anointed with oils. Yeah. Yep. So what's the most outlandish theory? Supernatural or not? Scientific yeah. or not? Like what's? I, I think Possession. I yeah. think is is that like the the city did something to piss off a demon or or yeah supposedly a saint again I didn't know saints could curse people yeah I kind of thought that was against their whole deal <laughs> um, but yeah pissed off some supernatural entity the fae and and yeah it spread through the city don't don't say the fae with like disdain mm. <laughs> put some respect on it. <laughs> I have shown clearly that I don't respect them Caleb because they <laughs> they I got no. No repercussions for coming down hard on them. <laughs> you need to put cream out front door tonight. Otherwise, things are going to go bad. Oh, yeah. If you engage with them, then aren't they going to just mess with you more because like they know that you're aware of them? Yeah. But versus like if I just continue to pretend they don't exist and ignore them, maybe they'll just leave me alone. <laughs> they can't hurt you if you don't believe it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's the tactic for bullies, too. <laughs> <laughs> Which based on Craig, a lot of don't stories. Don't say it. Don't say it. I know where you're going with it. Don't say it. Don't call them that. <laughs> I don't. Ooh, what? <laughs> I don't know where you're going. Tell me. Just based on a lot of the stories that I have heard about the Fae, they're just big bullies. Ah, <laughs> they're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yes. So this this uh, this this dancing plague of 1518. No, there, there hasn't yet been a conclusive definitive reason for why it happened. That's, so what drew you to this mystery? Um, I thought it was funny. <laughs> like, honestly, I, I was, I was looking at a bunch of different things for today and I just didn't, nothing was really jumping out to me. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, Oh, dancing plague. That sounds cool. Like, yeah. It's weird. What do you think about mass hysteria that results in like a whole town laughing? Cause I, I know there've been a few stories that they kind of mimic that where it's, like one person just has uncontrollable laughter, like they can't stop laughing, and then it spreads kind of throughout the town. Yeah, I I think there's some validity to that because it's like sometimes you, you hear someone laughing and it's literally infectious. Like you just think the way they laugh or how much they're laughing or how how they're handling their laughing fit is just funny. Yeah, and, and so I could see that absolutely just kind of chaining and and kind of becoming a cyclical sure. event where it's just it gets worse and worse and worse. <laughs> But it's also such a hard concept, I think, to kind of wrap my head around because we have like we don't have the same kind of spaces that yeah. they did then. Like we didn't we didn't hang out with just folks from the town nearly as much as they mm-hmm. did. So I don't know. It's just kind of weird to like think that we could be in like in today's day and age put in a position where something like that would happen. Right. I think it's going to be a lot more difficult. But also maybe just there was nothing else. to. Again, I, I think so many things in history are just because people were bored. <laughs> like, and there's nothing else to do. Yeah. You think people just started laughing to laugh? Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I mean, there might have even been some initial catalyst. I'm sure you guys have been in a situation where somebody is laughing at something because they thought it was funny. And 
whether you thought it was funny or not, you you didn't think it was worth that reaction. But of course, the way they're reacting, just like Craig said, that gets you going. You start laughing and then you kind of feed off each other for a while. Yeah. And then, yeah, just imagine you're that's out in the village square and then somebody else walks upon you and sees these two assholes just yeah. laughing <laughs> maniacally. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of funny. <laughs> but that's that's all I got for for the, the dancing play. What uh, what other mysteries did you guys bring? mystery is it's it's a total mystery there's no answer there's no explanation so i don't know how much i can expand upon this but Mm. it's the uh you're you're doubting our prowess to solve mysteries rob (laughs) to randomly speculate with we can definitely speculate but yeah there's no (laughs) there's no answer and there's no immediate hope of an answer and that is the 1977 wow signal Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Special Uh, guest Owen Wilson. (laughs) For those of you that don't know, in uh, 1977, Ohio State University had a radio telescope array called Big Ear. Big Ear? Big Ear. Oh, Big Ear. And its purpose was just listening to the skies and not necessarily listening for extraterrestrials. I think it was just collecting data throughout the night uh, of astronomical phenomenon. Um, Ambient space noise. Yeah. And it it literally just, I, um, I think it just sits flat, and then it just scans as the Earth rotates. Oh, okay. So it's scanning the night sky, and, you know, there's the usual low-level emissions. And then there comes in for 72 seconds... A signal that was just many times higher than the ambient background noise. So the guy who was reading the signals, and, and it was days later because this was back in a time where the telescope just scanned and then printed out just gobs of numbers. And then a doctor or, or an intern would come in the next day and just scan through it and mark notes in the margins to see what was interesting and worth following up on. And when he saw that, he just circled it and wrote wow on the side, which is where it gets its name. Hmm. Whatever produced that sound was in a very narrow area because, again, it only came in for 72 seconds until the the telescope rotated out of the path of it. Did they not like have a live feed? Was there no one like monitor? Well, I suppose even if they were, it's not like they could like move the telescope to keep listening to that one spot. Yeah, I I don't think there was a live feed because it was it wasn't even noticed until a few days later. Sure. So yeah, what would they have done? They did try. Um, you know, they used the measurements to see okay where was that, and then they tried pointing the telescope and even other telescopes at that same patch of sky but they never found the signal again or anything even remotely as powerful as that hmm. so what was so special about the wow signal that it stood out like- well it was just it was so strong and so like 
tightly focused that uh you know it's, it's many times stronger than a typical astronomical phenomenon uh nothing else before or since matches the properties measured during this mm-hmm. so whatever it was it was a one time thing and the reason why it's had so much staying power is because a lot of people think it is extraterrestrial in origin. Well, I mean, l- literally, it is extraterrestrial. But a lot of people think it is alien intelligence. What do you think? Well, first, let me put that question to you guys. Do you have any thoughts on what it could be? You know, if if all the signal was was that it got stronger and more narrow in its focus, part of me thinks... Maybe there's a natural phenomena mm-hmm. that we just don't know about yet that we just caught a glimpse of. Sure. You know, I'd, I'd hesitate to go straight to intelligent life right out the gate, but that would that'd be my, it, it is probably some natural phenomena mm-hmm. that we just don't know about yet. That's me being realistic. Yeah. Um, I'm going to chalk it up to somebody bumping the equipment. Uh, that's even more realistic uh, because because they're a similar case where observing this guy and there was this weird signal that would pop up every now and again on their recordings um, and they were trying to track it down trying to track it down and it was very very similar in that they're like oh maybe this is someone trying to contact us so Mm -hmm. this is a repeating pattern but it doesn't it doesn't seem to be any particular period but it ended up being the microwave. So oh, any, yeah. <laughs> anytime someone turned on the microwave, the equipment could detect mm-hmm. um, that that's that, that, the, the radiation coming out of it. Right. Yep. So I'm going to guess I, I, I'm going to in my mind's eye, I see essentially a seismograph needle. Mm-hmm. That's that's how the output of this, this radio signal was get, getting documented. And somebody just literally like bumped into the table and the needle just jumped. Yeah. <laughs> That could very well for 72 seconds. Yes. It was a long bump. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or or some bored intern just like moving the needle. <laughs> just, just like this. Will get, I don't know. I'm bored. Something, something, this yeah. is, somebody will notice this. I need to stay awake. It's three in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> somebody brought their CB radio and got as close to the, to the uh, antenna as they could and just. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good answers. A lot of people don't think it has a terrestrial source. They think more along Caleb's lines that it is something that we just don't know what it is because the frequencies at which it was noticed, for one, there's no no typical like consumer-grade radio equipment that will produce signals at that range. It is worldwide at this time at least and probably today so. Worldwide, this is a protected range exclusively for astronomical use. Oh, interesting. So you would have to build a radio capable of transmitting on that because it's it's a useless part of spectrum. Nobody else is going to be listening to it. Spies. <laughs> Spies will use it. Yeah, could no. be. Although if you're a spy, you probably don't want to transmit on a band that people are actively listening to (laughs) and will try to hunt down the source of a sound. And also there, there was no discernible modulation contribute to it being a signal based on our current understanding of radio technology. Okay. So most of the scientific community agrees that it probably didn't come from earth 
there was a for a while there was a movement that was saying it could have been you know an undetected uh, piece of space debris that was reflecting something back but mm. that's largely been dismissed by now interesting man what a wild ride to like individuals in that community they obviously have worked very hard and mm. trained a lot and have done a lot of study to be in their fields they're very knowledgeable but like to basically reach a point where in your profession, you're speculating essentially like we are here. Like, well, I think it might be this and I think it might right, be that. Yeah. And <laughs> you're full of shit. And I mean, it's a little bit more than that. Oh, sure. Yeah. You got to be able to back it up. <laughs> right. But, but, but we still, can just say whatever the hell we want. Exactly. But there's still an element of that. Like, you, mm-hmm. there's still like a, at least at the beginning, there's got to be like kind of a spitball phase. Right. Where you're like, yeah. oh, what could it be? Yeah. Yeah. So what's, what's the prevailing theory then? Well, Again, you know, it's a scientific community, so nobody has anything that they can say like, well, this is probably what it is because they've never seen anything else like it. Mm. So a lot of scientists who worked on it, they just say, man, we can't rule anything out. We, we can't say what it is. If you ask them, like if you press them, well, do you think it was aliens? They'll probably say no, but – um They'd also probably that's say, yeah, that's could what be. they have to say to keep their jobs. Yeah, right. <laughs> I wonder if there's anything, any other phenomenon that at least maybe not give off that specific signal, mm-hmm. but occur in that bandwidth, essentially. Well, I, I would imagine that there are plenty because they were specifically measuring that bandwidth. So obviously... You bring it up because it's a signal that that as as a human species we've never seen before, and it it feels like aliens, right? I mean, it's I I brought it up because it's just a well known story that is completely unexplained. Like there is no, there's not even a well. A lot of people lean toward this or lean yeah. toward that. Like there's there's just nothing about it. So. If it were to turn out to be anything but aliens, would would we as a species be interested in it? I, I mean, I guess it depends on what it was. <laughs> yeah. You know, if it was like a new form of quasar, yeah. uh, probably, yeah. I think yeah. absolutely there would be people interested in that. Because it furthers our understanding of the universe, Caleb. Yeah. <laughs> For all we know, it could have been the sound or the the light ray of dark matter annihilating or, you know, who knows what the hell it was. <laughs> You never told us what you thought. What I think it is? I don't know, man. <laughs> weird. Yeah, it's, it's weird. weird. <laughs> um, maybe it's Cthulhu. I don't know. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, it's the old ones. Yeah. <laughs> They're coming. Or I kind of agree with uh, Craig. Somebody's bopping their booty against the... Against I mean, the that board. very well could be. That's I, I just. That's kind of my default when something only happens once. Right. It's like, okay, well, what, what was happening... With the equipment in mm-hmm. that moment. Yeah. And I'm, I have no doubt that I'm sure they have really dug into that and been like, what are the different ways this machine could have failed mm-hmm. or, or misread some something or given a false signal? So I would assume that, that they've done that. But yeah, I guess I didn't read anything specifically to that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I would imagine that they did it in an investigation and just came away with, well, maybe, but we don't know what sure. it was. Still a question mark. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks for bringing that to us, uh, Rob. I hope we can find out something more about it or, like, maybe I'll keep on top of it a little bit more and see um, if there's – because is it? I wonder, is it something they're still, like, actively investigating or scanning that part of the sky? 
Um, I don't know if anyone's still measuring that part of the uh, spectrum, but um, the satellite that found it was decommissioned in 1998. Ah. So it will just remain a mystery. What are they hiding? They decommissioned <laughs> it? What are they hiding? Yeah, they... They decommissioned it 30 <laughs> years after it happened. Hmm, suspicious. Suspicious. But so, Caleb, what have, what have you got for us? Mine. My... my mystery is something kind of mundane but it's good as soon as i read about it i was like that is interesting to me because it is mundane Mm. i have i have full confidence that what is interesting to you will be interesting to us and our listener it's i maybe i should put like quotes around mundane because like we do it every day yeah turn it into fun dane exactly fun (laughs) (laughs) but we do it every day as a people as a species and i think if you were to ask the layman or anybody they'd be like oh it happens for this reason Oh, I know exactly what the mystery is. <laughs> is it where do your socks go? Oh, the gremlins in the dryer, <laughs> Rob. Uh, sleep. There is no definitive answer. There are there are hardcore suggestions, and I only know that because I was like, this article makes it seem like they don't know. They have to know, <laughs> you know. Uh, and there's a lot of good things like it. It clears out the brain's memories. Like mm-hmm. it helps you. It does something with protons. But everything I've read says they're suggestions. Right. We know why we sleep, but we don't know why our bodies evolved to sleep. Yeah. Like, why can't we just do that stuff while we're awake? Yeah. Yeah. So I just thought that was interesting. We do it all the time. We do it every day. Hmm. But there is no definitive reason on why our body needs it so much. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and I just found that interesting that, you know, there's something that everybody participates in. Why, as a people, do we fall into this state of unconsciousness where we are effectively unsafe? Mm-hmm. Why, why yeah. do we turn off for yeah. eight hours? Yeah. And how is that evolutionarily advantageous for us? So I have heard to even say it's a theory is giving it too much credit. I've had a, I've heard an idea that it, it's interesting to me. There's nothing scientific about it. Like you can't look into this and prove it's just like a thing that's like oh that's cool to think about and it's maybe the question isn't why do we sleep maybe the question is why do we wake because if you think about while we're asleep and this is the animal kingdom in general while while the animal kingdom is asleep it actually functions more like everything else on the planet trees bacteria other plants dogs fungus (laughs) and it's the waking that's the weird thing and that's only done because it's it's an incredibly energy depleting thing to do but it lets you get out into the world and reproduce and eat find more resources Hmm. and have a chance to now move away from an area that's no longer suited to you. So we're made to sleep. Yeah. We're forced Sleeping. to wake up. <laughs> yeah. Sleeping is the natural state. Yeah. And being awake is the oddity. So if our bodies could photosynthesize from the sun, we would just never wake up. Yeah. I mean, you probably wouldn't like dream or anything because yeah. one, what would you dream about? 
And two, you know, your brain wouldn't have the pattern recognition. I mean, you just wouldn't have a brain. We'd just be fleshy plants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's unfortunate that we're all bound by these terrestrial meat sacks. Yeah. <laughs> Hate it. So evolution has fucked us again, forcing exactly. us to wake up. Yep. Well, and so, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, evolutionary, it makes sense that, yeah, the the species that did not wake up as much or did not go out and do as much during the day, they did not thrive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's during the day that, yeah, we, we actively do things and right. uh, procreate. Mm. I This is tangentially related, but what's the longest both of you have gone without sleeping? Mm, probably about i i did like a three day three once. days yeah. it was after mountain dew live wire came out <laughs> <laughs> it was a gaming session yeah, it was <laughs> wow three day, that's a lot longer than than i would have thought how about you yeah, i don't think it was a full 72 hours oh okay <laughs> yeah no i, I, I want to know like end to end like without Without falling asleep. I don't know. (laughs) I know there were two nights and three separate day periods. It's a a blur of orange caffeine. (laughs) It really is, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Nothing as egregious as 72 hours. Probably around 24, if that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. maybe a little more. Yeah. I think I can say with confidence that I've done 40. Mm -hmm. Like, I did a, a solid day and a half. Like... Was up all one day, was up that night, and was up for a full another day uh, doing stuff. And it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. How old were you at that point? Uh, Probably 16. Okay. 16, 17. It was high school when I didn't yeah. have to give a shit. Yeah, mine was like 13. Oh, wow. When our bodies could take it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, sure it didn't have any long lasting effects. <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes twitching, Rob. <laughs> On the flip side of that coin, what's like the longest you guys have slept or like not, not even like consistently, but just like, no, I am still in bed or I am still in like sleep mode, even though my body might be telling me to get up. Oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> That's hard because I don't think I've ever stayed in bed for more than maybe 10 hours. But like I've definitely gotten out of bed like had something to eat and then thought, yeah, I'm not doing anything. Like I'm just going to go <laughs> lay down again and then like fall asleep for another hour or two. Sure. Yep. So I've slept probably around 24 ish hours before, but that was because of something else. Oh, <laughs> oh. okay. Uh, Very cryptic. You, yeah. you don't have to share if you don't want to. No, no. I think it, I think it wouldn't be uh, beneficial for me if I shared. Okay, okay. <laughs> that is the Fey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was traveling the Fey realm. That's how yeah, they do exactly. it. Exactly. Um, Actually, I, I do want to change my answer because, like, obviously, I've been sick, bedridden, sure, um, and slept a very long time just recovering. I don't think that counts. Well, I mean, I, it, I know, it's an yeah. answer to the it's, question, it's, yeah, but a, like, it wasn't a choice that I made. Sure. It was, mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything else. Like, there's yeah. no way. Sure. I think I've gone a solid like 13, 14 hours, mm-hmm. like with no other circumstances. I just happened to be really tired and nothing going on. Yeah. So just slept through. But I asked this selfishly because I have a follow up question. Does your brain get weird after you've been sleeping for so long? Because this is something I've experienced that, like, I can tell 
that like I need to get up because my dreams get weird and they get more vivid. And it's just mm. like I am I can tell in the moment I am oversleeping. Mm. No, that doesn't happen to me. No. As a person who is perpetually sleep deprived, <laughs> I've never had too much sleep. <laughs> Give you all the sleep. Yeah. If I sleep for more than 12 hours, I get a headache. Yeah. Like I just have a migraine at the end of it. Interesting. So, yeah. Which again, it's weird because you think like your brain's been resting. Mm. So why would it hurt? Well, like at work, I'm allowed an hour break, mm-hmm. you know, and I've always found if I'm in the middle of my shift and I get an hour, I'll go to the couch and I'll, 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 I'll close my eyes for about, for a bit. And it's always a toss up on if that one hour nap is going to make me more tired yeah. or bring me back to life. Yep. It's a flip of the coin. And it, it's, it's the worst. It's, it's probably about 80, 20, 20%. It's going to make me feel better. 80%. I just <laughs> oh, <always>. really? <laughs> oh, that sucks. Uh, but you still try. I, I, I gamble every night. Uh, right. Hunt, hunting that 20%. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it just feels so bad when it's like 20 minutes before your break ends and you're just dragging ass like, oh, my God, I should yeah. adapt. I am definitely a fan of the lunchtime nap. I I suggest anybody who has an hour long lunch break, take that. Just, just try it out. <laughs> there was a while where the boss was cracking down on it. Uh, Why? It's your, it's your break. It, exactly. For one, it's your break. For two, that can really, it's going to make you more alert for your job. That's what I said. Caleb's face That's, was full of it. Like, exactly. Righteous fury. Like. <laughs> but to combat that, my supervisor did, did was they put spikes in the couch. No, yeah. oh my god, <laughs> no more sleeping, no more sleeping. But what she told me to do was like go to the break room, just tell me you're playing on your phone. So that was the code phrase. I'm gonna go oh. play on my phone, and mm. it sounds so much more sexual in nature. <laughs> yeah, like, just the word play in yeah, there. Like, yeah. see, you're making it sexual, Craig. <laughs> do you think maybe the the indignation was that you were taking up the whole couch, like nobody else could be on the couch. If I was on break, nobody else is on break. Right, yeah. yeah. It's not like multiple people can go at once. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I have no idea. Maybe it is sleeping on company time, but I'm like, it's my time. Mm-hmm. It's my hour. It's my yeah. God given union hour. <laughs> right. And I suppose you God had nothing to do with that, Caleb. <laughs> that was your union. It was just the union. <laughs> I suppose you're probably encouraged not to leave. Yeah. So, yeah, like, what are you going to do? Well, that was the thing, too. We could leave, and it was kind of like, oh, yeah, you can do it at home. Like, why would I waste 15 minutes to go home and get less? Prime napping time. Exactly. And if anything, if something happens, you can wake me up, and I'm there. Right? So That's, that's, your manager's dumb. (laughs) 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 Like, that's, honestly, it's just just flat on its face stupid. This is no longer scientific mysteries. This is Caleb's boss. (laughs) Right. Like scientifically he, why do you think your boss yeah. is like <laughs> petty micromanaging bullshit mm-hmm. they're it's, all about the bottom line mm-hmm. yeah shouldn't have bought a couch then <laughs> yes yes because you would have just gone to sleep in your car i would have gone to sleep in the fucking chair yeah. <laughs> that i can understand there was a my old boss didn't give a fuck, and he was at he was in the office with a bunch of other people one day, and it was like three in the morning because I work nights, mm-hmm. and everybody's talking, and I have my hands clasped on my stomach, and I just kind of, <laughs> I just go to sleep right in front of everybody. It was three in the morning, and they woke me up like thirty minutes later. Were you there for that? 
Uh, I might have been. I've seen you do that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if we're talking about the same time, but I have seen you. Yeah. It's it is very delicate how you you, you kind of position yourself and just your head leans forward just a little bit with your eyes closed, and it, it's enough to to make people wonder like. Is he just like being really introspective right now? Does he just need a little time? Like, is he just really listening intently to the conversation? Just get those uh, glasses that have oh, eyes yeah. painted on them. <laughs> no one will ever know. Yeah. People like to think I'm deep and introspective. I'm just tired all the time. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys dream a lot when you sleep? Um, or, or do you remember your dreams? I guess that's the, supposedly that's the better way to ask that. I mean, it's a yeah, it's a crapshoot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What he said. Okay. Because, like, I don't. I, I almost never remember my dreams. Um, but we do dream, right? Like, yeah. that is, yeah. No. That's my understanding is that, like, if you don't dream, like, you're going to die because something's wrong with your brain. What? I, I, it's like how your brain processes memories. Oh, okay. It's like throughout the, or like, handles handles its downtime. It's mm. just it, it it fires and it makes dreams. And But if it's not doing that, then you got a problem. Craig, what is the giant hand with the mouth that's trying to eat me? What's going on there? That's me. That is <laughs> that, that is your brain's interpretation of me. I'm coming for you. Rob is obviously the shark. <laughs> Why am I the shark? I don't know. Ask Caleb. He's the one who dreamed it. <laughs> Caleb, I demand to be something more interesting. Make me like a doorknob or something. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll talk to the subconscious tonight. Yeah. We'll see what happens. So I'm glad we solved all these mysteries of the universe for the worldly scientists. Woo, go um, us. Yeah. Go us. Uh, what was it? Possession, somebody booty bopping against the table. Yeah. Yep. Something about a hand with a mouth. I don't know. <laughs> we sleep because it's fun. That's there why. It is. That's, we sleep because like, it's nice. <laughs> it's the most fun you can have without spending money. Yep. Yeah. You you say it kind of as a joke, but there's some truth to that. Like, like. We take mind-altering chemicals to experience things that aren't actually there or or to change kind of our, our viewpoint and how mm-hmm. we deal with sensory input. But that's exactly what sleep does. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want to give an honorable mention when we were floating this idea among us. Multiple-time guest Danny threw out that maybe we could talk about the big bloop. Oh. Um, which I, actually is is solved. Yeah, I was. I actually, I, I did see it when I was digging into things, and I was thinking about it as you were talking about the wow, the wow signal. But uh, yeah, to, do you want to share what what the bloop was? It sounds like you might have looked into it uh, more. So very similar to the to the uh, the big ear story with the radio signal. Um, it was, but except it happened in the ocean rather than being, it was space. It happened on on Earth. Um, some some listening stations. Um, across the ocean. I can't remember if it was Atlantic or Pacific. I think it was Pacific. I think it was off the coast of uh, Argentina or okay. Chile. Okay. But like heard this weird like, mm-hmm. like it's like this weird, like it was way deeper than that in terms of mm-hmm. frequency, but like it was this weird ascending tone and it ended with a kind of a piece on it. Went, and for our listeners at home, this is what it sounded like. I think I did a better job. Yeah. Yeah. I think <laughs> <laughs> both of you looked at me like you expected me to make the noise for the thing. I was like, should I, should I do it? <laughs> I just um, wanted to see if you were going to say anything. Oh, no. <laughs> it was, it turned out to be, yeah, uh, ice, I think, falling mm-hmm. off of the Antarctic into the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know how that translates into that weird ascending tone, but it just does. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Which awesome though that like a long-standing mystery has been solved. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's cool that they, mm-hmm. they, they we, we can answer those questions legitimately rather than just random podcasters speculating. That's just <laughs> what they want you to believe. Ah. Exactly. That one was Cthulhu. Wasn't <laughs> it? Yeah. No, that one was aliens. Oh, okay. Well, listener, that's what we've got. Thank you again for letting us strike your fancy. It's always fun. We appreciate you tuning in. Gives us a reason to keep coming back. If you have any thoughts about the mysteries that we've shared, any answers, or you know something about any of these, please give us a shout. You can reach us on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, maybe some other places, at Strikes Our Fancy. If you want to leave an audio message... You can go down to the description on Spotify and click some links. I don't know what they look like. I, Just do it. I challenge you, listener, to give us your impression of the bloop. <laughs> like, please rec- like send that in and we'll, we'll play them and we'll maybe rank them. Yeah. <laughs> and the best one gets a special prize. Yep. <laughs> well, I'm Radio Rob with me, as always. Truth Seeker Craig. <laughs> and uh, Sleepy Caleb. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you in a couple weeks. Bye.